Welcome back to The Wise Homeowner. I am Brandon Kayla and my mission is to simplify real estate and what all goes into home ownership. In this show, I will share the stories of clients that I work with, struggles and triumphs of my own experiences of home ownership, what it takes to buy a home in today's market, and all the things to expect mostly the unexpected throughout the journey. Come along with me as I dive deep into topics that might seem completely foreign to you, and by the end of each episode, you hopefully feel like it's something you can more easily understand. You don't know what you don't know, and it's time to start figuring out what exactly you don't know. Let's get everything down to a third grade level. It's time to get started. What does generational wealth mean to you? Have you thought about generational wealth in the sense that it can be attainable for you and be a blessing for your family and loved ones? Some of us don't really take the time to consider what this phrase means. Maybe this is the first time you have heard those two words combined, generational wealth. In this episode of The Wise Homeowner, I talk with Brandon Bates about how generational wealth can be attained through home ownership, and it could be as simple as buying your first home. We also spend time dissecting the needs versus wants dilemma that we all too often encounter in our everyday lives. This might be kind of an ugly word, but it is discipline. What does discipline mean? mean to you. We're going to dive into that as well. So we're going to discuss principles that can allow you to build something that outlives you. I don't know about you, but I want to know that my children have been set up for success, not just monetarily, but in all areas of life because of the decisions I made and the actions I took along the way. I hope you enjoy. Which is something that I wanted to get into. Yeah. Which is talking about generational wealth. Okay. You know, because I think what happens a lot of times is that people think, oh, I just have this for me. I'm getting this right now and I'm being comfortable. Yeah. Not thinking, especially when you got small kids, that this is a way to preserve your wealth and be able to pass on to the next generation. And a lot of times people say, oh, you know, buying a house, real estate is not the best investment for generational wealth. And I stand to argue that... So what would be? Well, stocks. Okay. You know, and then some people are saying... There's an argument for that. And and Bitcoin and things like that, you know. (laughs) I didn't say anything. (laughs) I saw the look on your face. I I mean, I think think there's an argument to be made on on both of those, right? But I I would say diversification as a whole, right? Uh, Doing some real estate, doing some stocks, doing a little bit of crypto. Yeah, but think about it, right? You know, I mean, it's like, you know what you should be eating. You know how to eat right and everything else like that. And do you really do it? It's a (laughs) 90-10. What are you talking about? Because your wife makes you do it. Well, but... I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I did I did just have three Starbursts <laughs> as, as I came in here. Yeah, so right. It's no 90, one. 85, 15. 85, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's on eating, if 
financially, how many people really are that financially savvy or that financially disciplined? Yeah. You know, I mean, please, Lord, don't let a certain movie come out. You know, Barbie blew my budget this month. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it'll never like... catch me there. <laughs> but all right. Oh, you say that now. Wait till that little girl gets a little older now. She's watching Bluey. <laughs> Yeah, and she's gonna be homeschooled. She won't even know what Barbie is. Yeah, like the Bluey movie comes. Up. But what was so funny yeah, is, yeah. like, to go to the movie. Yeah, they gotta have their Barbie pink, and then for you, sure, you know, you got, and then you gotta pay them for the tickets, and then you gotta get stuff in, in in the theater. Yeah, you know. You see, what you gotta do on that situation is, you gotta go on a Tuesday. <laughs> right. Matinee. Right. Yeah. Right. Because then it's only seven dollars so, so, for yeah. the ticket, yeah. rather than. 16 or 17. Yeah, but you still had a $15 for the popcorn. Yeah, they don't, they don't do discounts for the, the popcorn yeah. and the soda. And then, you know, and then the other couple hundred dollars for the outfits, you know, I got three girls. So, you know, but I'm just saying, yeah, you know, the point that I'm making is most people aren't paying that much attention to for sure stocks and things like yeah. that. So kind of like the easy way is you get the right type of insurance and you get a property. Yeah. And when you have a property, you can build equity yeah. in that that you can pass on as well as, like you were saying, having a HELOC so you have a cushion mm -hmm. someplace you can go dip in, take be your own bank. Merchant. Right. Yeah, be your own bank. Right. But one thing that anyone, you, myself, anybody on the street, that they have to implement on a pretty consistent basis, right? The 90-10 or the 95-5, mm -hmm. whether it's a diet, whether it's working out, whether it's reading, right? Getting in the word. Right. They have to have discipline. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying that to myself right. when right, I say right. that word too. I have right. to have discipline. And we do not have discipline when it comes to looking at the long term. It's it's short oh, yeah. term, right? Culturally, it's the, we wow, I'm only gonna spend $150 on Barbie stuff. <laughs> right. And then that turns into, well, I'm only gonna spend $100 at Target. I'm only gonna spend $100 at Home Goods. We're only gonna go to get snow cones five times a month or right. once a week because it's 105 degrees in Frisco, Texas. Shout out to the snow cone lady. Right. In Frisco. <laughs> Frisco. We go there She's once a, a week. Bomb. Yeah, right. We go right. there once a week and they're super cheap. It's right. like three bucks. And it's great. But every time myself, you, anybody else on the street, every time we do that, mm -hmm. it chips away at the potential of having discipline right. in our lives. Because we're not thinking about the long term. We're thinking about the short term. We're thinking about the now. Right. Right, right, right. So I think that's a great topic, and it's one that a lot of people like. What would you say is the percentage of people that truly budget? Um, truly, truly budget. Truly budget. Not say, oh yeah, we got a budget. You know, like general. You know, yeah, we we spend a the, a few hundred dollars on groceries. No, I'm 30, talking about thirty percent. About thirty percent. No way. No way. Google it, man. Find out. Less than 10. Whoever, the other 20% on there are lying. They are lying. No, I mean, I'm just, like, because I was thinking in terms of, like, you know, the disc profile. Uh-huh. And so, actually, it's, you're right. It's probably less. It's probably like 20. 10. 10, 20%. I'm thinking 10. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah, yeah consistently. Like, month over month, they look at it. They truly look at their family finances. Right. They have a, a family meeting 
about their budget and they say, hey, we we went over 200 bucks on But don't you, don't you think fear plays a great part in that? Because it's like, and I'm just using this as an example. Yeah. Okay, so you and your wife make an agreement. We're going to do this with our money. Well, we don't, but yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'm following. I'm following, but yeah. <laughs> the hypothetical you. Yeah. And so you've agreed we're going to do this with our money. Yeah. You see, you know, the bomb flaps for your truck or whatever. Right? Sure. And so it's outside the budget, but it's not that much outside the budget. Right. So you go snatch them, put them on. Mm -hmm. Time comes for the meeting. Now you're $75 over because of the flaps for your truck. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's a whole nother discussion. It's not really about the $75. It's like, why didn't you call me first? Oh, for why sure. You, you know, yeah. all, of those, all yeah. of those other things. And you're like, I'm a man. I ain't got to tell you nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you know? Five years ago, Brandon would say that. But, <laughs> but I'm learning. I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. And it's interesting because all of those dynamics play into positioning yourself to purchase a house. To purchase anything, right? right. I mean, the, the long term, right? To think about long term investments. But right. yes, I mean, specifically when we're talking about real estate to purchase a house, 100%. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just, a, it's, it's like working out those issues in your dynamic mm -hmm. so that you can have the conversations about your budget so that then you can take your butt, take your budget and purchase something that's going to benefit both of you. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's like, and I and I think that's a big thing, because our culture puts at us like you were saying, get it now, do what you want to do. You deserve it. Yeah, you deserve it, and all of this other stuff. Yeah. And it's like don't working for the weekend, right? <laughs> right. All the all the basic <laughs> basic slogans, right? You know, work it, hard, play hard, right? Okay. And it's like, and you and you think working hard is showing up one time? Yeah, <laughs> five days in a row. <laughs> and I didn't complain. That's right. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. You know, yeah. when we look at what our parents did, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh my God, I would never. <laughs> right. I, I would quit. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think the the conversation around generational wealth is, is something that I feel like a, a lot of people just miss because they are so focused in the here and now. Mm -hmm. Or I did I did the best that I could with what I had. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times it's hard for us to be truthful with ourselves in the fact that you might be doing the best that you can be right now. That doesn't mean you can't do better. Right? So even, even in like personal growth. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't talked about this on, on the, the podcast before. We've talked about it offline. But even the idea of me not drinking right sobriety for 10 months awesome. since since the beginning of october right so i'm doing my best mm -hmm. in that i'm staying sober every single day mm -hmm. and i can see all of the benefits of that and the blessings in my life from that i can still do better mm -hmm. right this isn't the end all mm -hmm. me at a job making 30 dollars an hour i'm doing my best right now that doesn't mean I can't do better. I'm saving up X right now. That doesn't mean I can't do better. Right. Save up more. I think a lot of us get focused on the I'm doing my best, and that's just what I'm 
comfortable with. It, it kind of goes back to that comfort while I'm taking care of my kids. You know, I'm, I don't have time to worry about saving up for a home. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them to that Barbie movie. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take her to, to the snow cone lady, and it's the here and now rather than. And I don't even like calling it sacrifices, right? I I wouldn't categorize it as sacrifices of I'm not gonna take my daughter to the Barbie movie. Um, but maybe instead I, I stay at home and we make our own Barbie movie or we play Barbies. Right, right. Right. Instead of feeling like in order for her to be happy or for her to feel loved, right, I have right. to do this. I have right. to go spend that $200. Right. And I know in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about $100 or $200, but it does, it does pile up and it gets in the way of the potential of generational wealth. It, it gets in the way of saving up for a down payment. It gets in the way of feeling like we have a little bit of time to just breathe and say, man, what's our five-year plan? Right. What's our what's our 10-year plan? Right. Because a lot of us right now, we can't think that far ahead because we're so focused on, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Right, right. Which is real fascinating because when, you know, in our line of work, our line of work is literally about generations. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like we're going to get you into a house and you're going to, we want you to build a legacy and mm-hmm. build this generation, next generation, next. And it's like, and I have seen folks that have had everything yeah. in order. You know, yeah. it's like they have a house out of state and then, you know, their grandkids have a house. So they come down and can buy a half million dollar right. house because they saved and they yeah. did everything right. And, yeah. Well, you know, that, that client that I have that just recently bought in Flower Mound, they, they have a home in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and they're selling that, but they didn't have to wait to sell that. They went ahead and bought this house in Flower Mound cash. The way that they were able to do that is they put forth a lot of the funds themselves, but it was also the parents mm. that were able to support them in that way too. So you think about generational wealth, oh, right? Right. It's it's supporting in those ways and and making these smart, these strategic decisions 30, 40, 50 years ago in order to be able to see it come come to labor or the fruits of your labor right. come to fruition. 50 years down the road, 60 years down the road, right? And the and the son and the father can have their own agreement of, hey, you're kind of, you're helping us out, you're supporting us financially so that we can pay cash for this home, and I'm gonna pay you back on on our own terms, right? right. Whatever that rate Whatever is. Whatever our terms. Basically right. being your own bank, right. again, in a sense, a, a familial bank. And right. um, I just thought that was really cool you know it's something that i've shared with my wife that's that's great right that's amazing that the parents are able to do that because they were potentially thinking 40 50 years ago hey we want to make these smart decisions now so that we can potentially support our kids in that way right 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 and yeah and you know what they probably didn't go to the barbie movie that's why they were able to help them out it all started with one decision. What, what would be a cool movie back in the 70s? I don't know, Bates. What do you got? Cool I'm, I'm born in 89, no, no. so <laughs> like, I got nothing. Actually, Fast really? and the Future. Uh, what is it? Easy uh, Rider. Fast and the Furious? Well, I was thinking um, Back to the Future. Back, back to the Future. Yeah. That was the 80s. That was the 80s. So. No, we're talking probably Easy Rider. Okay. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> right over the head. What was the, what was the one with the uh, kit? The car, 
Knight oh, Rider. Knight Rider. That Knight was Rider. a TV show. Was man. that seventies or that was eighties too? That was well seventies. Late seventies. Yeah, like all right. I'm getting there. That's seventies because it's like okay. Knight Rider, Bionic Man, Three all Stooges. <laughs> I want to stop. <laughs> It's all, all right. right. It's all right. It's okay. All right. You know, you'll get me back. You'll get me back at some point. I will. Yeah, I will. It'll happen. But I mean, this. I mean, I think this is a great conversation because it's like, you know, everybody fights and and fusses over like, well, the government's doing this and these people are doing that and, and everything yeah. else like that. And it's like, yeah, but your part is just doing your part. Just take yeah. care of yourself. You know, think in terms of this is what I need to take care of what I'm trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to do. And then I then I think, you know, it's like we're not pointing fingers at the government or immigrants or that party or this party. Yeah. Or, it's like, they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, but if I'm building my thing the proper way mm-hmm. and putting things in place, you know, it's funny, my girls love um, Hamilton. Oh, okay. And there's a line in it is what what is legacy it's building a tree that i'll never see and it's like having that mentality yeah to build something that's beyond myself sure you know it's like well why'd you quit the job they pissed me off yeah you're thinking about yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to well why don't you put a plan in place so you can quit your job yeah. and still keep things moving yeah. You know, well, I got I got myself covered for you know a month. Or, yeah, I can or, be on unemployment for six months. Yeah, you know, it's like, but why even be there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like if what you're trying to do. You know, it was funny. I was having a conversation with my daughter today, and this is my youngest sophomore year in high school. You know, Whew. yeah, <laughs> I mean the whole thing. But I purpose to be in a position where because my value is. Being able to take her to school every day, mm-hmm. being able to pick her up in the afternoon. Yeah, I've done that with my two, with my other two, and I want to do it with her. So That's great. I'm building my life around being able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a logical choice that was intentionally made. Sure, to be able to seed into so that you see this thing come out. Yeah, two years she's gonna be gone into college, and then. I'm gonna be buck wild, doing oh, yeah. you know, working hard yeah. all day long. Oh, that kind of buck wild. Yeah. Okay. Where's your mind, man? You're gonna be on the golf course with me more often. Oh, absolutely, oh, okay. dude. Well, you know, we can go because now they got. Have okay. you, there's, have you, a, there's a rabbit hole. Let's go talk about golf. Yeah, right. But have you been over to the PGA? Yeah, and to, I haven't played it. Oh, but I've have, seen it. Have you been to the ice house? No. We gotta go to the ice house. Okay. We gotta create an event because you can get. At the ice house, you can get like little drive. Oh, and they have talk off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, and yeah, it's I can see what you're working with. See what that dollars. handicap should be. Yeah, twenty five dollars an hour for the little. That's great. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and then you know just order food, and the food's like ten, fifteen bucks. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we now we're talking about cool stuff in Frisco. <laughs> why you should live? Here. Why you should live in Frisco? Yeah, why you should live in Frisco? Yeah. Or the surrounding areas? Yeah. But that's but that's the whole point. Yeah. Having that understanding of this is why, this is what I'm doing and what I'm putting in place. And I think that giving yourself the willingness to pivot yeah. because the objective is, let me get something. Yeah. You know, it's like, it. I think it's better to live in a small house in Frisco or the surrounding areas right. than a bigger house somewhere else where the property's not gonna appreciate as fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have the extra closet space, but in three years, 
you may only pick up ten thousand dollars right as opposed to fifty yeah because you're buying in sherman rather than frisco or mckinney right yeah right so i mean there's a there's a lot of advantages to having that plan but it's taking the time with yourself or with your significant other yeah to talk out what that plan is yeah and then writing it down and saying this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to get there. yeah yeah i i still think the amount of people that budget is way less than 30 percent i mean that's you're probably right and and maybe we could talk about this on a on another episode of hey how to even comprise a plan what does a plan potentially look at uh, look like how do those monthly meetings uh you know how do those look look for for kind of a general because if you're talking about building that generational wealth and rather than it just being a pipe dream or something that's in your head or even a you know for Courtney and I man we want to we want a homestead we want to buy 30 40 50 acres and just go out and live off the land and God bless potentially you. go live off the land but like have even our own kind of quote-unquote family commune right in a sense mm -hmm. where we've got 40 50 acres oh, wow. but we parcel off two acres for her parents we parcel off an acre oh, for my mom we parcel off five acres for yeah me nervous i thought you were gonna be and we get these people and then we serve them with kool-aid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And, yeah you know that church in waco <laughs> They seem like they had it all figured out. We're gonna do that. We're gonna get people's, you know, social security. And... Yeah, no, I like the That's idea awesome. of you know having having kind of this. I mean, call it a commune, but like having this community right. that we harvest, that we nurture, that you know we can have chickens and goats and cows and pigs and of course we're still gonna like she's still gonna be a chiropractor right. i'm still gonna be a realtor right but we're able to kind of create this environment that why not why not but it takes not only the pipe dream not only in our head right you know it's okay if that's a five-year plan yeah. how do we go back to this is day one what are we gonna what do, do? Right, because if I decide to buy a new truck, that five-year plan can turn into a six-year plan. If we decide to fully renovate the house that we're currently living in, that six-year plan turns into a seven-year plan. Right, if, if you're not disciplined in those small decisions mm -hmm. between day one and year five. Right, right it might not ever happen. Kind of like with generational wealth in general mm -hmm. is get in and buy a house. Okay, great, that's the end goal. What do we do to day one in order to make that happen? That, right, that, is right. it saving up $50 a month? Is it, is it saving up $100 a month? Or is it also looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what? I know it's only a $5 coffee every day, but that turns into how much money a month? and. Obviously, it's not just it's you're not going to get you're not going to get a down payment by not going to Starbucks, right? It's but a it's, lot of little decisions. But it's not just not getting the coffee. It's like okay, let me look at my credit score, and yeah. I got a six twenty or six forty. I need to be at a seven fifty, right. or what do I need to do to get my credit score to an eight hundred? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because or in order to afford the four hundred thousand dollar home, 
it does have to be a four percent interest rate for whatever reason because right. of because of their debt to income ratio, credit score, or just yeah, their income in general. Um, so we're if talking, that's the case. Yeah, so we're talking about educating yourself on what is what you need, how you need to change right. to get to where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's mostly a mindset shift mm-hmm. of well, I'll never be able to afford a home, or yeah, I want to afford a home, but mm-hmm. I can't because of fill in the blank. Rather than how do I afford the home, mm-hmm. right? Not I would like to or I can't. It's hey, I want to. How do I get there? Right, right, right. It's just a small mindset shift. And the the book that I've read once and I'm rereading again, The Gap and the Gain. Oh, yeah. By Dan Sullivan. And I yeah. know we've talked about it. I've read it too. And you've read it yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's something that we try to implement not only for our business, but our personal life is making that mindset shift. And Robert Kiyosaki talks about this too um, in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. It's not, I can't afford it. I can't afford this bike. It's how do I afford that bike? Right. Right. You got to switch it and saying, and that's a, that's a mindset thing. Yeah. Because going back to which we were saying earlier about your friend who wants to buy every, buy the points down. Mm-hmm. Well, his mindset is I've got to buy them. The, the only way down. I can afford this house to get a comfortable payment is this. Right. Where it's like, and anytime you say the only way I can do this, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> you're not necessarily Well, I hope the information in this episode of The Wise Homeowner was meaningful, thoughtful, impactful on a positive note. Uh, Maybe a little bit of a a come-to-Jesus moment for you or an opportunity to look up and realize, hey, we're not budgeting the way we said that we were going to. Maybe this is an opportunity to start. But either way, I hope you get a good understanding and idea of what generational wealth is, what discipline is. Uh, Are you in the 30% or maybe really 10% of people that budget consistently and are disciplined about that? And really, what does that look like? I don't think there's a black and white. I think there's some gray within there. Um, So I'm curious if this was helpful. I really hope it was. And we will be back again for another episode of The Wise Homeowner really soon. Thanks for listening.